Well, hello, you're listening to Profoundish. Happy Independence Day! If you're an American, this is a fun weekend. Grilling out, shooting off fireworks, and just being Americans. Today's a super laid-back episode. Uh, my co-host, Weston Hasty and I are just going to be talking about our 4th of July memories together. And then after that, we're going to be playing the Mount Rushmore game, where basically we're given random topics, and we have to work together to decide the four most culturally influential and important things within that topic. Super fun, super chill. So grab your drinks, your grills, your American flags, whatever you use to celebrate, and let's get going. this is original or not but my but growing up I, you know i i list i viewed i had two older cousins uh jake and steve love love them dearly um and i looked up to them right they were older they were cooler than me you know and they did this they, they called it like the physical song and it was it was very short <laughs> but it was cough to the left <laughs> cough to the right <laughs> now scream that's all it was. I'm I don't know of, if I'm it was kind of disturbed. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know if it was from something, but they sang that all the time. And I and then I learned what a physical was not too long after that. And I thought, yeah, I, I want to scream. Oh, that, I guess that make like that makes way more sense now. I wasn't even thinking of like a doctor's physical exam. I was just when you said like physical song, I was just like, let's get physical, physical, oh. whatever that song no, is. <laughs> Um, I was, uh, you know, that, that just randomly reminds me, do you have, this is a weird question. (laughs) Do you remember your first physical? I don't, I doubt it. Again, (laughs) brain knows so work with little child, but, um, I mean, I, I remember physicals as a youngin and how uncomfortable that is where you're like, I mean, yeah. if you're, especially if you're, I don't know how physicals go with women, but if you're a dude and you're just like, it's your, and you're like probably mom, but some kind of parent in a room and a doctor's just like, all right, drop your kids. I mean, drop your pants, kid. <laughs> drop your kids. <laughs> drop your kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, see, if that guy was doing it, <laughs> if he said that, I don't know what, um, that's hilarious. I, what I remember I remember vividly, but maybe I was way more nervous than you were, um, because I remember like <laughs> I remember my I was talking to my mom, but I was so nervous I didn't want you know when you're because when's the first time you have to do it like fourth or fifth grade or something like that? It's when you're pretty uh, young. The earliest I can remember too, which made it extra awkward, was that I had a girl doctor. Oh, you did? Or is a girl doctor or a girl nurse? Or so whoever gave me a physical, the one that stands out the most in my mind, because I actually had a male pediatrician who normally saw me. Mm-hmm. But one physical that I especially remember is that I had this like girl doctor who had fingernails oh. and sh- very cold hands. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a man with hot, beefy sausage fingers. <laughs> um so quite the opposite well here's here's what i remember i remember like begging my mom like i don't want to do this and she's like you have no choice you can't go into middle school unless you get a physical and i remember like 
trying to really be smart because some with some things this could work, which was religious exemption for certain things. Sure. And um, I was like, Mom, is there any way? <laughs> like, I didn't say religious exemption because I didn't know what it was, but um, there was a couple shots that I didn't get. And she and it wasn't for religious reasons, but that's what she told the school. And oh. um, but anyway, so I said, Mom, could you do that thing that you did for the shots, but with the physical? And she's like, Alex, you're gonna have to go. Okay. And <laughs> I remember going in there and I was so nervous. And I was a shy, shy, shy kid. Um, and I remember it vividly. I remember the doctor, in fact, no names are gonna be named, but you probably at least know the doctor by proxy. Um, so, but anyway, I went in there and, um, like, I remember I was, I don't know, I I think this is fifth grade, so around 10 years old. And I remember like asking him, Hey, listen, he's like, okay, drop the kids. Right. As they say, (laughs) drop the kids, drop the kids. (laughs) And, uh, this just in hindsight, this is really weird, but it's weird in hindsight, but he was just being kind and respectful to me, which I really appreciate now looking back. (laughs) <laughs> but it's going to sound weird. So I uh, I said, I told him, like, I, I don't want to do this. I'm nervous. I don't want you to see my pee-pee, right? Or whatever <laughs> I said. I don't want you to see it. And I said, can I, can I like, turn around? <laughs> and then you just reach around. <laughs> It's like I've it's never not told even the story you, it's before. Not, it's like not even that you don't want him to see it. You don't want to see him seeing it. That exact, exact. That's exactly right. <laughs> I've thought of it that way. So he obliged. I mean, like I, as I remember, he he reached around and he. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But see, like it sounds weird, but like now I'm thinking, like if I were him and I were the like the doctor having to do that. Um, I would like, I would want to do that too. Like, it, you know, I don't want to embarrass this kid any more than I have to. If I can get what I need done out of that, then I'll do that. It makes the kid be feel a little better. So awkward. Like for the doctor, right? The doctor's done this like 10,000 times. They they don't care. They're right. like a professional, whatever. But right. for the patient, right? When you, when you talk about like uh, needing consent, right? In order to do anything to a patient. And you've got this sort of awkward, embarrassed, like, uh, teen or preteen whatever the situation and like you can't just as the doctor you can't say now listen i have to we have to do it this way you have to you know you have to do this because it's if it, no, the doctor can't force you to do anything you don't want to do so if that's like the stipulation that you give it's either they can't continue with whatever they need to do like if it were a procedure for example they would if, if doing it backwards were impossible they would just have to say unfortunately I, c- I just can't do it but otherwise if they can it's like well i guess yeah if this is the awkward way we have to do it to to, to <laughs> see it through then that's what will have to be done i guess it's so weird when you're a kid and like you know it's it's like yeah i had i was not thinking at all at 10 years old oh he's seen a million of these things right you know i I'm not thinking that way. I'm thinking he's going to see mine, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. I don't want him to see mine. It's a lot more personal, and, you know? So, but anyway, uh, him and I got lunch after that and had a good time. <laughs> you, you got, you, no, you both had lunch after that. I don't, well, like, I said, I, I said, buy me dinner first, but he gave <laughs> okay. it to me, but he gave dinner after instead. It's like, well, okay, I'll tell you what, we'll go have lunch. We'll go run through the Mickey D's. You can have a happy meal. <laughs> Now this is starting to sound wrong. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. You can get the toy and the Happy Meal. 
Oh, gosh. Anyway, uh, for the slight chance that you're listening, Anonymous Doctor, thank you for being so respectful to me as a 10-year-old. I know that was probably weirder for you, but it was more comfortable <laughs> for me. I went like to... Joke, um, like jokes aside. I went to a... Uh, uh, I almost said a church. I don't know why. I, you know, I, I always had my physicals in churches. No, I, I went to Excuse a hospital. Excuse me? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I... For everyone at home, I don't know how well my brain is going to work for the rest of the day. I've already said drop your kids. I'm a little under the weather <laughs> again, so uh, brain no function. But anyway, I went to a much larger um, uh, hospital. I almost said school this time. I went to a much bigger hospital in a nearby uh, city instead of like the hometown or whatever. So mm-hmm. they always had rotating like nurse. Like I was used to since uh, being a little kid, rotating nurses, doctors. I was kind of used to the hubbub of the bigger hospital. So I don't remember. I mean, I, I do remember being a little uncomfortable with aspects of the physical, such as the touching of the PP. Uh, but right. <laughs> you know, that's a sensitive area, but everything else, you know, height, weight, and you know, the breathing apparatus, all that stuff was fine. But <clears throat> When it got to the sensitive bits, I remember that being sort of an area of mild embarrassment or discomfort. But it was kind of like, well, it's it's a doctor. I'm in a hospital. Like, you know, I'm safe here. I don't really want to be here any more than necessary. Because I've never really liked hospitals. Because, you know, that's where all the sick yeah. people are. And it's just kind of like uncomfortable. But it, I don't know. I, I, I never fought that. If, if that's what they had to do, it was just like, I'm in one of those little gowns or whatever. And it's like, all right, do what you got to do. And so we can get out of yeah. here. Never had an issue with shots. You know, if you had to stick me with something, I was like, uh, fine, yeah. stick me with it. Um, I didn't want to look at it. I don't want to watch it go in. I still don't like that. Uh, I think my fight or flight would kick mm-hmm. in and I'd like tense up or something. I don't know. So I just kind of do one of those thousand yard stairs off into space and then, yep, just prick me. All right, off we go. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. As years followed, I kind of, I was, I learned how to rationalize and it was okay. But yeah, that first year was tough. <laughs> that remind me though, with the, um, <clears throat> with the shot, I, uh, I've given, have you ever given blood before? Um, <clears throat> I, I've had my blood drawn. I've never specifically given blood. Okay. Okay. So, but I mean, you have the, I mean, the feel is is the same, but right. um, obviously, I uh, yeah. I've 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 done that once. Um, this is five or six years ago, and I remember working myself up about it. Not about like I'm afraid of needles. I mean, I definitely didn't want to look, but I was psyching myself out about um, passing out or something. Because there was always kids like in our school when the blood drive came, right? Like they there was always like that one or two students that would like pass out, and they were fine. It just it is what it is, yeah. but. Um, I remember like psyching myself out, but not even getting close to it. They just gave me a little, you know, bag of Cheez Its. Said, "All right, just eat this for a little <laughs> well, bit." Well, hang on okay. a second. You got free bags of Cheez Its? Yeah, that, that changes the game. Maybe I should have given more blood. <laughs> <laughs> Weston loves his Cheez Its. Mmm, those baked ones are so good, or the toasty ones, whatever <clears> they're the called. To- the toasty ones and also the white cheddar. White cheddar is good. There's a new one. No, I'm a cheese. It's freak on uh, the two piece podcast. I think I named it my number one favorite snack. I think um, I couldn't check remember. That, I'm, I promise podcast. I've heard it because actually, as of today, I, I didn't realize I was like, uh, it, I was like one behind. I was like, oh, because you, you recently released an episode and I didn't get to it right away. And then I looked, uh, looked it up to listen to it. I'm like, I'm one behind. I have to listen to two. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's I'm a lot of that's a lot of me and Steph. I um, know. So I just listened but, to them back and back, uh, back to back over a couple of commutes. Boom. Yeah, it's, boom. It's a good little commute podcast. Uh, but so is Profoundish. Make sure you listen to Profoundish on your commutes. If you're not, you need to start. You already are, I assume. That's Dear where listener. I do a lot of my podcast listening. I'm always doing something. I'm driving or I'm like washing the dishes or something. I think we've talked yeah. about this before, but I usually am not doing nothing. Like I'm not like like sleeping to podcasts because I'm going to miss what I'm hearing. Right. Some people do that. And like, I don't know if they consider that a listen, because that's not a listen. That's just a means to go to sleep, in my uh, opinion. I think it just depends on what the podcast is. Like, some people have, because there's so many different kinds of podcasts out there, especially if you have like a podcast that's like very easy listening, like maybe one speaker doing like some nonfiction telling of, of something, right? Like bird facts or something. I don't know. I could easily fall asleep to that because I know I've fallen asleep for years of my life watching the the History Channel, uh, doing some <laughs> yeah. sort of whatever, or like um, I like uh, taking naps to Modern Marvels and stuff like that. So like definitely like stuff like that I could sleep to. I don't know what else there is that you'd sleep to. I don't know if there's just like lullaby uh, <laughs> podcasts. I guess that would just be music, but I think it just depends on the podcast. Like I think people could definitely fall asleep to some podcasts. I uh, I definitely can, but I just feel like if I wake up the next day, I feel like I need to re-listen to this because I slept. But you know what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. the same way about like with television shows, um, with and with phones. Now this is just a personal thing, but I'm like no phone, no nothing. If I need to go pee, I'm going to pause it. I want to see what's in front of me. I don't want to miss something. Oh wait, what'd they say? Because sometimes I've seen this. I, I've seen this with multiple people I've watched shows with. There's like a crucial moment, just a quick little nod that the character makes, but it like leads to something. Yeah. And that's when the person next to me is like looking at their phone just for a split second. It's like, you just missed that. Missed it. (sighs) Yeah, I hate Um, having to break my attention if I'm watching a show or movie like Netflix or something. But if I am just watching like a Let's Play, then I'll just let that run. Like, if I fall asleep to it or if I have to go to the bathroom, I'll just let it run if it's, like, a let's play. Because it's, like, you might miss something, but, like, chances are it's long form. You're, you're fine. But, yeah, if it's a, a structured TV show or a structured movie or something, then I, I'll hit the pause. That's that's the one thing, actually, that I'll uh, – I actually had a good segue into our topic this week, but I now you got me talking about this. So I'm going <laughs> to leave the segue behind. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> bring it up segue. way later. Goodbye. Just flying off into the distance. I uh I usually my go-to old let's plays cuz I'll do that. Like I use like when I'm just just for comfort and I'll let it play in the background while I'm doing stuff. Those I won't pay attention to too, kind of like you said. Um just it's just kind of there. For me usually it's um old school like Game Grumps, like um very beginning of Aaron and Dan Game Grumps. Yeah. So, which was almost a decade ago now, which is crazy. Um, but anyway, like I, cause you know, that's when I got into them a lot. And right. so anyway, that, so now it's nostalgic. It's weird to think, but like that, like that stuff is so old now. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember like being here, like watching this series and I, it's, I it just, love some bizarre. of the classic grumps. Uh, cause I used to watch a lot of grumps back then and still yeah. every now and again, catching an animated and it's like, I know what episode that came from. I was on the ground floor. Yep. <laughs> I know it's cool. It's like I was there, you know, because 
and it's funny too because some of them, especially the older ones, like they're based the animations that are based off, based off older ones, you can hear the game a little bit too. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that exact spot, man, man. That was back when like, I don't know, not, like I I still from time to time I'll I'll catch something that they do, mm-hmm. um, usually a one off. There's not really much that I'm interested in long term now. I don't know if it's just because I, I don't know. I I still like them. I just. There's they other could. things I'm into on YouTube now, I guess. They come um, by my YouTube but, every now and again. I'm watching them play some dumb giraffe game right now. <laughs> <laughs> dumb giraffe? It's like a simulator or something? And you play as like a giraffe that can't like walk straight, and you have to like walk on these like paths with holes on in them, and if you fall, you die. Oh, so like a physics kind of game? Yeah, Aaron's losing his absolute mind. Like, I think they uh, the the second episode, I think they've done like five or six of these. The second episode, they don't beat a single level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. That's great. You know, I you know what I dipped out on? I dipped out on. I never really got into their their version of Good Mythical Morning, whatever that's called. Uh, uh, power, powered. Uh, yeah, the power or something. T- the ten minute power hour. Ten minute power hour. I, um, I never really <laughs> got into that. I'm, I don't know. If, I'm sure it's funny, but I, I don't know. So it's some of them are hit and miss. I mean, some of them me. feel like over the top in the weirdest way, and then some of them I think are pretty funny. I don't know. They're having fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I and of course I've always loved their chemistry. Did you know that I saw them? um live i saw their live show yeah did you go i know uh, did you go at the same time or was this a separate time uh with gala yeah i went with gala this was in 2015 2016 they were, yeah. they were playing up in chicago i thought it was you and too. uh and it was yeah it was our like it was one of our little dates we like to go on every, every <laughs> once in a while every once in a blue moon we call them little dates you steal her away from dave for a little bit <laughs> Just for a little bit, and and it was super. Anyway, it was super fun. In fact, weird circle here. I, I, in, in Man Cats, when you go, I love this town, and it shows the city. Yeah, that was we recorded the skyline that night, like after the show, before we went back <laughs> back home. We were like, we like drove out outside the outskirts of town, got by the lake, and just took a picture <laughs> or recorded it for that a few minutes way and stuff. So you that can was make all from the whole night. game grumps uh trip a business expense you had to do it for the skyline shot <laughs> man that, that 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 really could have been <laughs> i wish i would have been thinking that well you know it wasn't my budget it was theirs it's their taxes not mine <laughs> i don't i don't know if you guys were into itemizing your taxes at that point anyway i know i wasn't i mean i i wasn't either I just recently started. But hey, listen, speaking of the History Channel that you mentioned yeah. uh, seven minutes ago, you know, it it's the beginning of July, and when, when you mentioned History Channel, I thought, you know, Founding Fathers, right? Happy Independence Day! Which as, oh, is that, which as, is that this one? It is this one, right? <laughs> I think so. It's is it is it uh, July second <laughs> right now? I'm sick, guys. I'm sick. I don't know what day it is. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah, uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to just talk about some experiences, and I do have like a very laid back game for us to play in the second half here. But it's like super laid back. Fantastic. Um, that's kind of, kind of, kind <laughs> of in theme with with this, but. I wanted to talk to you about 
kind of our memories because as we've established numerous times, we grew up in the same area and I but I we don't have I don't have a lot of Fourth of July memories with you. I've got some fireworks memories with you. Yeah. But I'm curious about your Fourth of July traditions growing up. What were those like? Uh I don't remember having like a massively big like Fourth of July tradition. I know, you know, like hot dogs and grill outs and uh the the like um the Fourth of July uh event over by where we lived, right? We'd go see the fireworks, yeah. but they also had like during the day like fair type stuff going on, so you could go get like yeah. I don't know like a funnel cake and they'd have I don't even remember what all they had. They have cuz uh in band we'd have the 4th of July parade, so I would march. Yep. And then uh, there'd be like shopping and a bunch of teenagers yeah, running around like doing god knows what and yeah. When yeah, and the and the cool kids that were like a little bit older um, at least to me at the time, I thought the cool kids were the ones that were on like the golf carts. They were driving around in golf carts. I thought that was yeah. super cool. Like I wanted always, to be yeah. one of those kids. There'd always be several golf um, carts flying around. I was never one of the cool so, kids. All right, me neither. That, that's the thing. It's one of those things where you had, if you know, you know, you had to be there sort of thing. But yeah, in our little area that still to this day, the fireworks festival in that area is, is the big thing that everyone in that place goes to. So, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, the golf carts were a big thing. For me, <clears throat> it was really going to that festival, but it was an all-day thing. We got there before the band marched. We stayed all day. I usually hung out with a... This is interesting. My memories stick out very well with this because I actually, for quite a few years, hung out with a specific group of friends that I only would really hang out with that day. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, all friends that at least you'd be familiar with. It, it just, it, I just think it's bizarre because I had much closer friends, um, but I don't know if they were doing their own things, but we always dedicated this day because one thing we would always do is we'd go to the corner store yeah, um, and we'd, they, they'd have, if you go inside, they have like that huge display of like all these jelly beans. So we'd always like get like, like wasted on jelly beans, <laughs> like jelly babies or whatever they're called and, or jelly bellies. Is that what they're called? Jelly belly? I, I know. Yeah. Jelly bellies is a thing. Um, I think it's jelly bellies. Anyway, so we, we would like get all those. I'd, I'd always do the suicide bag. So I'd put like the popcorn and the strawberry and all the weird flavors all together and just eat them. God, um, and, we'd, and we'd run around. I know, right? Um, so that was so much fun. There was always live music. Yeah. And then the fireworks were always, to my knowledge, and I've, I went there a few times in my adult years. They've always seemed pretty impressive for the area. It's a small area. So <laughs> I've always been a pretty pretty impressed by the fireworks do you have any like place that you've been to where like to this day you know like these were the best fireworks or does it all kind of blend together for you the best fireworks uh that i can think of with in the area definitely there uh, there's another small town near uh, well, there's a couple small towns nearby that do their own fireworks as well that i've, I've been to over the years um sometimes they're on the fourth sometimes they're not on the fourth but they're like around yeah. the fourth um <clears throat> But uh, that one was always probably the the best fireworks in the area. If I've seen better somewhere else, maybe traveling, I can't think of where it would have been off the top of my head because I do like fireworks. But um, but yeah, they always put on a really good show because they you know would raise money basically all year for that event. It's like their one big event they do. Yeah, 
and it's it, it definitely uh pays off. You know, I I had a one of my first um dream come dreams come true happened there for me. Um Ooh. the I'm not exaggerating there either. My uh one of my like small town dreams when I lived at home was to play at the 4th of July festival in, right. in our town, right? Um cuz there was always like I mean it was never like huge bands that played there, but um but they were always it was always good bands and I just remember thinking that and then one one year I believe this was 2016, maybe 2017. Um, I was in a band called Jawbone Stew, and we we played. And to me and another a friend of mine in the group, we we were both like, this is kind of like a small dream come true. Like I remember growing up watching these bands, going, I want to play here. There's so many people, you know. It's just it's just a fun time, right out by the lake. It's great. So it's kind of weird because like in in some ways that like for me that's like the first so far like big dream to come true for me and but to, but but actually feeling that in the moment was actually kind of surreal it's like am i really here right now and just to me that was it was a huge accomplishment and i felt really good so um yeah i don't know if i don't know if you were there that year if you saw us play or not i, I mean f- there i mean feel, the years come and go but yeah i feel like i think i did because obviously <clears throat> we would have known uh because my whole family would like listen to your stuff when when you were around we could catch you or whatever uh i feel like yeah, we, you guys are very supportive yeah i feel like we would have been around to listen i don't i don't know if we were like necessarily sitting in front or whatever like just listening yeah. or if we were off doing things while you were playing but obviously we could hear you i, I don't remember for sure that feels like another lifetime ago until you said something i forgot that yeah you played at it for jawbones too you said 2016. It feels mm-hmm. like it should be longer ago or something. Like that feels like another lifetime. But I know it. That's just because of what is time. Because what is I time? I remember the year before. <laughs> right. You know. I remember the year before. Um, there was a band playing that wasn't great, and like they were they were mediocre. Like they were fine. They weren't great. And I, we were playing out of our like buddy's backyard in town, but like two blocks over. And I remember just like kind of wanting to be like, let's just blast these speakers. I mean, <laughs> we didn't, but I'm like, just so we can show them this is what it needs to sound like. And, but anyway, we played and we had like a small crowd, right? Just kind of from people, passersby, because people walk around, yeah, walk around this whole town. And right. um, and so, yeah, we'd people come by and then like next year it happened. So that was kind of cool. But speaking of fireworks, Weston, do you remember anything about the story about when we nearly... uh? <laughs> Let's just say blew blew your kids off. <laughs> yeah, to circle back to the beginning I, I of the episode. Do you remember bit. anything about that? I think that? we were at <laughs> our buddy Justin's backyard. Yes, we were out in the country. I believe I believe that's where this took took place, and we were yep. lighting off fireworks. Mo- mostly like it wasn't anything big or crazy. It was mostly like bottle caps and stuff. But I don't remember what this yeah. one was exactly that we. Uh, we we tried to I think it was it was like uh, one of those that you stick in the ground or something light it and it goes goes up, and I was sitting in a uh, one of those camping like foldable chairs or whatever, and someone stuck a rocket in the ground and lit it, and it didn't go up, it went sideways, and it, <laughs> and it landed in my lap, and this is like Alex's like favorite so memory of me just flying out of that chair transcending <laughs> this physical plane to evacuate that chair because as you might imagine i didn't feel like having 
my lower extremities bombarded with with uh, explosives that day. Um, I, needless to say, I got out of, out of there just fine. I escaped with my life. But uh, <laughs> I just I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. Remember those old videos that like they're just flying through space? I just picture uh, you flying through space. Yes, I would. That was me. Like, yeah, just just like casually. the lady that falls asleep at the mall, you know. And then they like Photoshop her in like outer space, traveling um, through the cosmos. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, we we were actually we did a couple. Um, we uh we did a couple fireworks at friends' houses throughout the years. Now that yeah. I think about it, but yeah, that was definitely one of them. And I don't remember how much stuff we fired off, but uh, it was a good time. I I just you know had the one brush with death. That's all. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. Other than that, I, it's it's probably my only physical Weston memory that I have. Like I have thousands of memories with you um, that I cherish deeply, but I only have one that's like a physical. Like remember when Weston did this physical thing, and that's it. <laughs> when he <laughs> flew in the air because he had a bottle or or a I, bottle rock. What's it called? Uh, it was like whatever a bottle rocket are. or something. But I would bottle say rocket you probably have two memories of me and it's one is that and the second is falling into the river for Julius Caesar. But oh that, yeah. yeah. I say, I know you were always very proud or happy that I I committed to that. So I mean, I feel like you probably have two no, physical yeah, memories. But You're right. with that one you just jogged my mind. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what we need to do some one of these episodes is have a Julius Caesar episode. Um, where we just reenact we'll, uh, Julius Caesar as um, our characters. I played yeah, as... Yeah, I'll print out the scripts. <laughs> I played as Cassius. You played very briefly as... Uh, uh, the guy that partners uh, with... Um, with Brutus. Antony. Uh, or An- was, was, I think was you my were Antony. Antony. I think you were Antony, because th- he partnered with Brutus. Brutus was our buddy, buddy Logan. Brutus. So I think you... Because you but then, take the stage right after Brutus, and you're like... Uh, con- friends, Romans, countrymen. Yeah, that's right. Lend me your ears. That's right. Classic, classic, Alex. I'm I'm hardly on there, but when I am, I give one of the most like iconic lines in the <laughs> in the whole thing, <laughs> which we no, the, which the real we paradised into a musical lyric instead. That's right. That's right. Yeah, very uh, topical, at least at the time. But um. Man, that was man, that was good. But anyway, that's that's a different story. I I did want to share one other um, fireworks um, memory, which is you might have been thinking about this. A couple years after that, when we were all a little bit older and had a little more uh, money in our pockets, do you remember when our big group of friends all like pitched in, like we yeah we hopped the border, yeah we hopped the border, <laughs> and as uh, we, we you we all. Like every Illinoisan knows that you cannot legally buy fireworks in the state if you're just a rando person. Right. You you just can't do it. So we all just cross the border over into Indiana, where literally the border yeah. has zillions of fireworks uh, stores yes. because they know what obvi- they're doing. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone knows what's what's going yeah. on. I mean, bought a bunch of so, fireworks and then hopped the border back. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember one year, and I wanted to keep this tradition going, but I think we only did this once. But yeah. I also think we were starting to go separate ways by that point. But we um, we all pitched in at least one hundred dollars, if not more. Uh, but I uh, know that we, sp- yeah, collectively or, we all spent. On that? No, I was just gonna say collectively, yeah, we all spent like a few hundred dollars on fireworks. It, I was gonna, yeah. It, I, I was pretty sure, yeah, we, we spent quite a bit, so we got a couple really big ones, and we, we did shoot them off more safely, at least compared to the time before, But because I was out at another friend of ours, I think it was uh, Bennett, Yeah, and it was uh, 
like his like a piece of his dad's land or something like that. Right, because he and, owns some farmland, so we were out in the middle of nowhere. Right, and we were just shooting those things off. That was the bigger crew, um, but that that was a lot of fun too. I remember that was fun. It went think- too fast for all the money that we spent, but we—I mean, you know—it's uh-huh. going to be because it's like obviously this wasn't a massive like these different. Um, um, events that we were talking about earlier where they've spent thousands and thousands of do- dollars on fireworks. So obviously it was only going to last so long. It went too fast, but yeah, it was our more official, bought some bigger level bomber boys to fire off into the sky. And yeah. And it was fun. It was yeah. fun. I uh, like now what I would do if we had the same budget, I would like get like just one big one and then get a bunch of like small to medium ones. So we have like that one big finale to look for, so it goes longer. I want a thousand dollars to quick. blow on one singular nuclear warhead. <laughs> just, <fire laughs> just, I just one big one, <laughs> light up the sky. Like we, like we get all of our friends together. We get you know a bunch of drinks. We're all sitting there. We're all ready to go. All right, you know, we're rubbing our hands together. Let's go. And then it's over. It's done. Especially with um, a couple of drinks, it's of all what's... getting around together in a circle. Like, let's get as close to drunk as we can before we fire off one firework <laughs> that will destroy <laughs> us all. I like that idea better that we get together to do the fireworks, but since we only have one, we're just getting, <laughs> we're just drinking a lot <laughs> just to try <laughs> and just get there just to enjoy one. That's a funny idea. <laughs> uh, but you know what's a funnier idea? What's a funnier idea? Taking a commercial break. That's hilarious. <laughs> Profoundish is brought to you in part by Alex Duquette Medleys. I make theme song medleys, which is where I take a bunch of theme songs and mash them up into one bite-sized song. From Nickelodeon to Adult Swim, I cover it all. So, if you want to take a fun, nostalgic trip, search my name, Alex Duquette, on YouTube or go to alexduquette.net. Profoundish is brought to you in part by Magic Man Mo, a gaming YouTube channel run by me. We stream and we do variety Let's Plays. Check out a short stream compilation to see if it's something that you're going to be into. It's a lot of fun. I made it so I know. That's Magic Man Mo on YouTube. I was trying to think of some way to like make this really laid back and chill, but kind of, kind of, kind of in theme with America... Independence Day, Independence, Founding Fathers, right? Okay. America. So, America. So what, here's what I was thinking. I got some topics here, just random topics. I, I, I pulled them myself, but I, they're going to be picked in a randomized order. We may not go through all of them. And I thought we could play the Founding Fathers, right? The Mount Rushmore game. The where Mount basically Rushmore we're, game. Yeah, we're, we're given like a, like, what is your Mount Rushmore of this topic? Oh, you know what I'm um, so just as a little recap, just in case this isn't for people listening, this isn't necessarily always going to be your favorite top four things, but the things that you see as the most prominent in terms of like just relevance, importance to whatever that medium is. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Like, like, uh, like you said, it's not necessarily your favorite, but like Mount Rushmore is like for the founding well, like one of them's Abe Lincoln, so it's not founding father, but like four very prominent American, important, yeah, like, uh, yeah, presence, like cornerstone, right? influential, etc. So I thought it'd be fun if you and I just kind of just loosely just kind of chat and just kind of come up with maybe our our we can do either 
do them together or we can both have our own just kind of come up with them on the fly i, I don't really care um but i thought that'd be fun to do and it's kind of kind of i mean it, there's a slight correlation there but the topics are all over the place so <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, sure so why the heck not it's easy so here's the first topic here we'll just kind of go into it um so here's our first mount rushmore that we can both come up with here and it's celebrities who are known for going crazy i mean come on first face is charlie sheen Okay, I was thinking Charlie Sheen too, so we're on the same page. All right, <laughs> right. I just say, yeah. I, I have two people that immediately come to my mind when you're like just off the rails celebrities. They they lost their crap. It's it's Charlie Sheen and for a while Britney Spears. Britney Spears she had I the whole shaved her whole shaved head um, um, era where people were like, she's crazy. I've got a third addition to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, what about Kanye? Con- did, has Kanye ever not been crazy, though? I guess it's not yes. people that went crazy. Um, he had a, like 15 years of a career before he went crazy. Um, <laughs> so, yes, he went crazy. But I, I, but, I mean, this is so loose, it doesn't really matter. But I, when I thought of this, I thought of Kanye. I definitely thought of Charlie Sheen first. Um. So, I am going to say that if we put Kanye West into our Mount Rushmore, you have to admit that we're putting a bathroom attendant on our Mount Rushmore. For, oh, and profoundish lore. He, for, he's a profoundish lore. <laughs> I think the title. Attendant. Yeah, I think the title was he was the best bathroom attendant or something like that. <laughs> Go check out that video. Um, <laughs> That's one of our earlier ish ones. Yeah, that was fun. That because that was another. Um, in our in our universe within profoundish where we're slowly building this town um but i'm trying to think here what about like i don't know for a while lindsay lohan kind of went crazy didn't she yeah we could go lindsay lohan i feel like like lindsay lohan's like era was a little bit before mine like i wasn't really paying attention to her during the crazy you know what i mean she's like a 90s yeah, type, like she type thing, which we could still put up there. But I was trying to think if there's anything else, like anyone a little bit more prominent, contemporary like, that we could put up there. But yeah, Lindsay Lohan definitely. Um, I almost like the only other crazy person I can think of is only because I'm thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean is like Johnny Depp. I'm just literally thinking of his character. <laughs> That's you know what I mean? Yeah, because Johnny, Captain Jack yeah, Johnny Sparrow, himself, but, nah. I yeah I I mean between him and like Kanye West I'd pick Kanye West any day. I don't know I'd say that's a I'd say that's a decent Mount Rushmore right. You got Kanye, you got Britney, you got Charlie, and you got Lindsay. <laughs> I guess Charlie Sheen is like '90s as well. So like if if he can go up there, Lindsay Lohan yeah. can go up there. I'm okay with that. They, then you know what's weird about this is that they all end in like it's Charlie, Lindsay, Kanye. I don't know. <laughs> Kanye. Might be something to it. I had I had to force that really one. Really <laughs> stretching it here. <laughs> All right, next topic here. Um, I guess he has the Yeezys, right? Aren't those his? I think so. Who I owns Yeezys? Think I think that was Kanye. Those are shoes, right? right? <laughs> yeah, those, those are shoes. Who, That's about all I know. Who is? I'm just gonna type in who is Yeezy. I think that's Kanye. 
Yeah, Kanye West. I thought he made those. Yeah, that's okay. he collabed with Adidas to make Yeezys. I was making sure I wasn't completely out of touch with the kids. Right, but the I, I don't. I don't wear fancy shoes like that. <laughs> I I wear dad that, shoes. You can. We talked about that in our. I, I believe our second episode. Um, or or technically episode one. We have a zero episode as well. But yeah, check that out. We talk about our uh, clothes shopping habits. A lot of plugs. Right. So our next our next topic is non-chocolate based candy. So I have one Ooh. that's like for chocolate related candy too, but this is non-chocolate candy. What would our Mount Rushmore be for uh, that? Like what is like what is defining? Like what is the defining like fruity kind of non-chocolate candy? Well, because it doesn't have to be fruity. Like, you know, there's toffee. No, it doesn't have to be. There's caramel. There's uh, yeah. Laffy Taffy. Uh, I guess that's kind of fruity Ooh. usually, but I was thinking, like, when you Laffy think fruity. Taffy. Hmm. Yeah, Laffy Taffy's on there. I used to be really into Laffy Taffy. I'm really not into a lot of candies that, like, chewy candies that stick to your teeth. I'm not really into that anymore. Yeah, um, not these days. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just. I don't know if I'm just older and like I'm afraid my teeth are gonna come out of my gums. We talk about that actually in our dreams, uh, like episode <laughs> yeah. or whatever about like dreams about teeth falling out of your face, which is very common. Um, which apparently I, is way more common than I thought. Yeah, I would say no. This is classic, right? It's been around for a long time. But what about? I think one of them maybe should be, like, I mean, because it's classic, mm-hmm. gummy bears or gummy worms, maybe one of the two. You know what? I love that idea, especially the sour ones. That was my go-to. Um, mm. Like, if rarely did my family ever get like snacks at like a movie theater, but I loved sour gummy worms at a movie theater. Oh, those are that's a great combo. Well, honestly, too, like gummy worms, whether they're sour or not, like that. I think all ages enjoy those. Uh, that's just yeah. I don't know maybe because they've been around for so long, but I think those should take a place. And I'll do worms. I'll do worms. I prefer worms over the bears. I, I don't know if I've had more of one or the other. Worms, I just feel like I have more of a memory with. But uh, right, I like that. I like gummy worms. Jolly now, Ranchers. You brought up... Ooh. Jolly Ranchers are, are a those... classic one. They are. They are. They are. They do stick to the teeth, oh. so they kind of have that sort of Laffy Taffy, like, uh, but they're not chewy. You do just suck on them. Mm, those are good, though. Hmm. Well... Well, even Laffy Taffy, I think, is pretty prominent. Yeah. Um, but, like, if we had to choose between, we don't have to, but, like, Laffy Taffy or Jolly Ranchers, which one do you think is more deserving on Mount Rushmore? Because out of those two, I'd probably say Laffy Taffy. It's not you my think favorite. So? I think so. Like, I don't know. I just think that's a, I don't know if it's a classic candy. I know it's old, but. I think when we talk about Mount Rushmore, like you said, talking about like cornerstone candies, I think you might be right. Laffy Taffy kind of has its own entire genre to itself of candy. Yeah. So I think Laffy yeah. Taffy could definitely go on the Mount Rushmore of candies, of non-chocolate candies. Okay, so we got, okay, so yeah, we got Laffy Taffy. We have, what was the first one we said? I Gummy forgot. worms. Gummy worms. I just thought of one. Yeah. What about like, suckers or lollipops or, or like like oh, tootsie pops yeah we've got to have some kind of sucker up there tootsie pop Something. i don't know will count because the tootsie oh, parts chocolate. chocolate yeah but they have the bubblegum ones 
They do. Oh God, actually, memory a lot. So I forgot good. about that. Oh yeah, I used Lord to was love called, like, bubble those. pops or whatever. Back because mm. I forgot about those because I hate gum now because I don't like chewing because I have a jaw thing. But uh, <laughs> my my jaw clicks. I can pop my jaw in and out. It so it clicks. So chewing gum is just wildly uncomfortable. But anyway, but back in imagine, the day, yeah. as a kid, yeah, the suckers with the, the the gum in them. Oh, I remember those. So should we just kind of be generic and just say suckers? You think probably because I you know and I don't I have mean, any experience with the massive like flat lollipops that you see in like cartoons where like the the kids like got a massive lollipop or whatever. Those I'm are more real of a though. sucker. Yeah, those are real. They're, but uh, those are they can get big. I, I think um, the only time I'd ever seen those ever is that as like a novelty at a confectioner confectioner confectionery confectionery confection confectionery yes that's the word sure confectionery <laughs> confectionery we're gonna go with it um, um th- those three are good i i don't know like because I, I i'm i'm having trouble sometimes deciphering what's just my personal favorite and what's <laughs> actually huge like or not huge, but you know, just that just belonging on this list. Oh, what do you think you know about? What? Oh, you got one. I was just thinking something chalky, right? Like either Smarties oh. or like those oh. darn chalk hearts that you get for Valentine's Day. Oh, I love I love chalky candy. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, you got I think there drooling. was uh, besides Smarties. I think there was one called Sweet Tarts, which is kind of like Smarties. Sweet Tarts were good. Oh, then you got Lifesavers. Mm. Think about lifesavers. Life I don't savers. know if those quite fit, you know, maybe hit that same status. But with the chalky stuff, I would say out of all those, probably the most iconic would be Smarties, probably. In my mind, it is. That's the what I always uh, saw as a kid for the most part. Like I said, sweet tarts were common as well. But I feel like Smarties were maybe more common. I love Smarties. What do we think? That, that's, that's a good other kind of genre of candy that we didn't touch on yet. It kind of yeah. kind of I think fills out the mountain the Mount Rushmore nicely. Yeah, that gives us something gummy. That gives us something chalky. That gives us something like hard candy with like the sucker. Hard. Yep. Um, what was that? All other right. One you even said gummy one. Laffy taffy one. Or laffy taffy. Sorry, that's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, laffy taffy's got the jokes on it. That's always fun. That's right. You you pull you um, peel over the the little label and read a really terrible joke. <laughs> And terrible um, as okay, it is, here, it's like it's good for a single ha. It's bad, yeah. <laughs> ha. Yeah, literally one ha. And like usually it's more just like a like an acknowledgement, like a hmm. I like, understood huh, that, that joke. I, I'm not exa- that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I understand this, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh that's hilarious because it's true. So next up is a national store chain. So it's just like national store retailers, like not grocery stores necessarily, but like stores that these stores can have groceries in them, you know what I mean? But just like big stores. Sure. Uh, uh, this one I probably mean, is going to be kind of easy. Yeah. I mean, like the Go obvious one List is them off. the obvious one is going to be like Walmart, probably yeah. right. Like that's just when you think. Go go shopping generically, like just Walmart's got it's a super center, everything's in it. Um, yep. Obviously, if you were more of like a, a Kmart or like a, 
type person uh, in years past. But I don't know. Walmart's just kind of like superseded them in a lot of ways. But if you kind of like go up like half a class and you're like a Target person, I would say Target. As your now, two like big super center like retail places, I think Walmart and Target. No, I, I have another one here. So I think those are I think those are mainstays, especially for like current ones. But remember, these can be stores of old, stores of new. And what I'm thinking is oh. for so long a staple yeah. was Sears. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say Macy's. Sears doesn't exist anymore. But oh Macy's too though. Macy's has the Macy's Day Parade. They were huge before yeah. like Walmart and stuff took over. Sears I mean, still exists. The, Sears is still around. Yeah, okay, yes, but Sears is a, a shell of what it used to be. But what I'm saying is that Sears used to be like the catalog Christmas store other than Macy's. It You're right. Like Sears, the and Sears catalog was a massive thing in days of past and days of yore. Yeah, but I mean, they were they were huge. I mean... That's a pretty solid four, actually, if you put Macy's, Sears, Walmart, and Target. Yeah. The only other thing I would say is, like, if you wanted to replace maybe Target with something else, if there's anything else that's, like, really, like, old and, like, impactful in a lot of ways. Um, But that's, that's see, but I liked your Old and impactful though. are Macy's and Sears, because Macy's is old, yeah. too. Like, they're both old. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I would say for now that's a, probably a solid four, because anything else I think of is either partially local or just doesn't quite you know have the same uh i think long-term reputation that these four stores have i think that's a pretty good four okay i'll i'll take um, that i can't nothing else is like immediately jumping out to mind right but kind of like you said the only one that i i maybe would switch out is target nothing against target but like i, I don't know if it's just because it's younger at least compared to the other three but i don't know i, I think it's good i think it's solid Okay. All right. I was uh, like, Target's the one where it's like I I put it up there because of its sort of meme ability for like middle class, like the the meme is like middle class like white girls like love Target, right? Yeah, it's a That's very like white the, the basic thing. white girl thing. Yeah, but yeah. like so that I know it's popular and it like exists in the cultural conscience, but I don't know how much of an impact specifically Target has had. I know growing up, I liked Target a lot, so. A little bias there. Yeah, me too. I used to love I used to love the dog when they still did the dog back in the oh, day. Yeah, this, I think his name was Spot with the target over his eye. Now it's just isn't it now just like a big red circle. I think Is everything's so. simple now. Uh, all branding <laughs> all, and logos. All are character. Very simple. Yeah, all character had to be removed from all branding. Yep. We had to go uh, sleek and modern and like uh we're all robots now. Pretty much. So here's our next one. Yeah. We got, this is going to be interesting. I'm curious how you and I are going to match up on this. Uh, 90s and or early 2000s cartoons. Ooh. Especially I think we should, I know I know it's not your favorite show of all time, but you know we got to put SpongeBob on there. Yeah, if you're thinking like Mount Rushmore for impact and like, like, meaningful i think spongebob probably has to go there i mean it's it's still so wildly popular and meaningful to right new generations of people so probably spongebob i think um i think you can't be remiss adding rugrats to the bunch 
I was thinking Rugrats. I was because it was that was a pioneer in the Nickelodeon days to begin yeah. with. Like, um, so that I think that has a pretty good place, and it's one of those things where, like, obviously it's not it's not still on today, but I think just its importance at the time was I don't I don't think can be it can't be overstated. Um, but besides those two. I'm trying to think like on Cartoon Network side. What's on Cartoon Network that would be considered that same? Because there's so many good shows. Like I'm talking in the early days. I mean, I loved Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Dexter's yeah. Lab. Um, I don't know if those are quite at the same Powerpuff cultural Girls, status. Powerpuff Girls might be in a lot of ways. Uh, it actually ended up making a lot of spinoffs and it inspired a lot of people. But that's true. I'm also I'm also stuck on um actually just Pokemon Indigo League was massive. Oh. I don't I mean, remember I what they that. aired on. I'm not even a Pokemon guy. I don't remember if that was I think that was on like or not. That was on WB. Oh, okay, no, that sounds right. Yeah, it was on WB. I remember that specifically. I loved Pokemon. Um I mean, it's Pokemon. How could that not go on there, right? Right. Like I mean, we Pokemon. I know it's known for other now. facets, but like, I th- I think I discovered. I mean, I discovered Pokemon from the show, and then I got into the cards, and <laughs> I, funny enough, never play, never played the games, but, um, but I did the other two things. So I don't know. I think that I mean that kind of has to go on there because I mean, look where it's at now. Look, I mean, it's got you know, it's that's huge. I mean, it's like one of the biggest money making franchises. Period. And so. I, I think, too, just in terms of um, cartoon shows uh, specifically, it's anime enough that if you are an anime fan, Pokemon probably helped bring that to the West a little bit. It's not your Dragon Ball Z oh, or, sure. or anything like that. But like I think in a lot of since it's such a big genre, if you're a big fan, you might owe Pokemon just a little bit to, to helping cater in anime to the West, maybe. Just as a side thing. I mean, I I can totally track with that. That was my first exposure to it. And then later on, it was Dragon Ball Z and then a few more things for me. But we already know I, not much. I've, I'm the guy that wants to get into anime but just can't. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm the guy that usually chooses really bad anime to watch, and I spend the whole time <laughs> hating it. I've got a couple of my classics that I've watched that I, you know, I enjoyed your Cowboy Bebops, your Full Metal Alchemists, but uh, I've had my fair share of stinkers that I've watched all the way through for no no apparent reason. Well, you started, you might as well finish it, you know, finish all <laughs> 600 episodes. If it's 600 um, episodes long, if it's Naruto length, I'm out. All right. If it's Naruto or One Piece length, I'm out. I don't, I, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, okay. So that's, that's a good solid three so we got spongebob we got rugrats we got pokemon i mean that's a big three that's a big three were we talking all what's cartoons? gonna sit up there with them yeah just okay. 90s and 2000s oh wait or was it just shows because now i'm, I'm re- nope. realizing we have three cartoons because we were pr- both young in cartoons. that era is it cartoons okay um the way you phrased the question or the way i heard the question you phrased it fine but the way i heard it i thought you meant like children's shows i this is just cartoons so what about the simpsons when did the simpsons first air late 80s and it 
but it got huge in the 90s. Yeah, I, I was just I was curious uh, how long it was running because I'm like I feel like it was older than the 90s, and I was like how how much older? Okay, I'm saying it much. debuted I mean, originally on the uh, Tracy Ullman show in 1987. Tracy Ullman show. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then but it really didn't. Okay. And then it got. Oops! I just knocked my chair over. It got huge. Um, in like the 90s like that was peak simpsons then um so i think it, we'd and it's have the simpsons i mean yeah it's the simpsons i think we'd have to put it down because the simpsons is like uh, in a lot of ways a global phenomena and uh basically like uh synonymous with with americana with american culture mm-hmm so I think yeah, honestly, I mean that's, speaking, that's a big thing to say, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. speaking of Fourth of July, America, The Simpsons for a lot of people is like America. So I think we should say The Simpsons goes on about Rushmore. I think, but it it sits pretty with them in terms of just I mean yeah cultural influence. I mean think about it. You got The Simpsons, SpongeBob, Rugrats, and what was the third one we said? I always forget the fourth one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Rugrats uh, and... SpongeBob, Rugrats, uh, Pokemon. Indigo League. Pokemon. And I mean... The Simpsons. I think that's a pretty solid four. And, like, The Simpsons, right? Like, if... I mean, I don't... They don't need to be defended any further, but, like, Family Guy's a massive hit now. I don't think there would be a Family Guy if there wasn't ever a Simpsons. Exactly. I mean, The Simpsons was really the, the kind of... The dawn of... Um, it was the beginning of, like, adult-oriented animated shows. And it kind of changed the game. It was completely out of left field at the time. And a very pseudo, quote-unquote, realistic look into the family home, too. You know, like a, the real dysfunctional family. It didn't just, you know, that was in a world of the, the super fun-loving 80s sitcoms where the, all the, the families are smiling and there's always a, a happy ending. You know, like this was kind of like the <laughs> meanwhile Homer is family really strangling looks like. Bart. <laughs> right, exactly. It was kind of like it was like the anti sitcom, you know, um, the anti family show. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I think yeah, definitely impact there. I think that's a solid four for sure. I think it's a solid four. Um, There's so okay. many more shows. I feel like I could add, but when you're doing it's only four, it's got to be that. I think. I know. I know that's why I like it only before we'll do it. We'll do a handful here more. If you got a little extra time, I do. Um, <laughs> all right. I do. I'm I sick. Do. What else am I going to do? I, I'm not doing much else. I, if, uh, when we're done here, I'm just going to go back to drinking water. Maybe I'll scrounge out some food and then slap an ice pack on my head and just lie down. <laughs> <laughs> just lay it all out. Uh, so what about electronic devices? Um, I kept that vague on purpose. I feel like, uh, I feel like in my, I don't, I've never owned one of these and I don't know if it deserves being on the, on Mount Rushmore, but as like word association, as soon as you said that, I was like, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. <laughs> never I was, I was not going to go there. I never owned one either, but I, but I mean, I know a lot of people, like our age did, right? Wasn't it like a big thing in the nineties or two thousands? Um, I think Tamagotchis were more were they more nineties, like late nineties? I'm not sure. Like I said, I never owned one. Tamagotchi release. That was like the little sure. thing, like you had like a little character and like your I mean, I don't know much about it to be honest. They were, were released by Bandai in ninety six. So yeah, they were like a late nineties 
and they survived in the early 2000s but like that was kind of like a big thing at that point so that's interesting that you went there maybe we'll put that on the back burner right now because i'm thinking one of them has to be the cell phone right that's i think the more obvious Um, like that one that one deserves a spot because it's radically changed how everyone literally lives their lives now yeah uh so that one's got to be there i mean i'm also thinking though like what about the television that's an like that's an electronic device. Yeah, or, if you're or, talking about electronic devices of any kind, televisions were massive. I mean, like, I was like, throw away the Tamagotchi. I don't know why, like, that's the first thing that came to my mind, but it did. <laughs> but if you talk about more generically, yeah, cell phone, TV, the radio, right? Like before oh, yeah, TV, the radio. the radio was like huge in everyone's homes, and then TV killed radio. You know, TV killed the radio star, but uh, that was yeah. big. And now, on average, people uh, own many TVs and like no radios. But yeah, no, it's funny how that works. It well, I mean, I guess if we're going that, I mean, I think the big four is obvious because the the last, the final one would be like the personal computer. Right? I think so. I think I think if it's just electronic devices in general, yeah, cell phone, TV, radio, personal computer. I mean, yeah, there's nothing else that's gonna quite hit the same <laughs> could you imagine having this mount rushmore like not having computer and it's got tamagotchi <laughs> we lose all of our listener base the most oh my gosh these things are cute though they, i mean they're little egg-shaped keychain type things sure and they come in now, different colors and tell me if you remember this jog my memory weren't there something similar to this but they were in cubes and you could get multiple of them and they could like be like little houses, and like your little character would go into each thing. I have no Did I idea make what any that sense? is. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm reaching re- into my you know the back recesses of my Come brain, on. and I'm I'm not back coming there. up with anything. <laughs> I got nothing. Just just cobwebs and old chicken nuggets. What my brother and I had were these things called scanners where you could like raise and battle monsters by running around and scanning barcodes on things. I remember seeing commercials for that. Yeah, they that were That is super actually cool. intriguing. Yeah. That sounds I, cool. I would I would own one of those today if possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, you know how it would be. It would be tied to you'd put in your information, you'd be scanning these barcodes and then a week later you'll be getting ads for those things you scanned. That already happens yeah, that, on my that, that, phone a, as it is. I think I think they yeah, could that, What's the difference? Sure, yeah. they could do that. Like make scanners instead of buying a new handheld thingy you just make it an app right just a game on your phone and you could go around with your phone's Honestly, camera and scan barcodes and they activate monsters because that's what it used to be because they also the the barcodes had uh like items so you wouldn't be able to heal your darn like team your own monster or whatever unless you found a healing barcode and you just, half the time you didn't know what was going to heal you or if you're going to get jumped by another monster that's actually a really great idea because you know these AR apps are really successful, like the like the Pokemon one. There's yeah. still a huge fan base for that game, which surprises me, but it's true. They're still there, like that kind of thing. And you can do it with your friends. That would be super cool. Yeah, maybe we should look. Maybe it does exist. Bring back scanners. Make it a nap. I don't think it exists, but make our, it make it exist, world. <laughs> this this will be a fun one. Um, 
video game consoles. I know two I want to say immediately. Yeah, I, I want to say the okay. NES Man. and the PS2. Okay. Okay. Because this is um, my issue. If it's Mount Rushmore, I I go Atari. You know, like, I, okay, yeah, Atari, yes, the twenty six hundred. That yeah. I mean, that changed. That was the beginning of it all, really. And then the the NES. You're right. Um, I love the PS2. The PS2 is probably the greatest PlayStation console made. Like for what it was at the time, it was a beast of like not necessarily. Like, the load times were god awful. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows the PS2 load times were god awful. But the library of games you could play, the yeah, popularity but... of the console, etc., was amazing. But there's such a legendary history between behind the PlayStation One being developed at all, and the fact that that console halfway through its yeah. life is what invented the DualShock controller that you know the PS2 would actually launch with. I, I think I would put the PlayStation One on Mount Rushmore personally. Oh, now I agree. Man. I love the PS2. I'm I'm right there with you. But the whole fact that the PlayStation One was also invented as basically a giant fu to Nintendo because Nintendo actually fronted most of the funding it's to cool R&Ding the PS1 yeah. and then dropped them. And Sony's like, "Oh, we're gonna do it anyway." <laughs> it's it's a cool. It's actually a really interesting story that I recommend you guys look into. Even if you're not into video games, it's it's an interesting industry story. Because do you remember hearing a few years ago, like the like the one like prototype console version of like the like the Sony Nintendo console like was found? You hear oh, about really? That? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, there's like one that was like made, and it. I mean, obviously, it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's like in a museum as it as it should be, um, but like. Yeah, it was just. I think it just kind of came out of nowhere. But you should look into that. I can't think what it what it was called, but it's like whatever the they made one prototype console when they weren't <laughs> working together, um, which I think is really uh, just a cool part of video game history. I mean, honestly, if you go from the historical standpoint, I'm gonna agree with PS One because it changed the game in so many ways. No pun intended. <laughs> I was thinking PS Two. Well, I all, I'm a little biased because I like the PS Two better, but also. Um, Though you can't deny, I mean, the PS2 is still to this day, in terms of sheer numbers, the most popular console. It is still the highest sold console of all time. It's so, so like, insane. Yeah. Like, it, it's still the number one sold, like, home console. So that, I, I'm thinking by sheer cultural impact, I mean, a lot of people bought it. So that's something to think about, too. For cultural but, impact, I see where you're going with that, but... It's kind of like it's the Mount Rushmore, I see right? Where you're going so it's with like, one, you know, too. with without the one there wouldn't have been the two. So it's kind of like it's really hard to for me, it's really hard to say the PS2 would be on Mount Rushmore over PS1. But I don't know. I think that's a really hard argument to make because the PS2 was a lot of people's first PlayStation because again, it sold more than anything. Uh <laughs> Right. Hard argument to make there. So I but then again, I'm okay. I mean, especially like historically speaking, I kind of like your idea. You kind of sold me on that. Without one, you wouldn't, you know, the the classic, the PS1 walked so the PS2 could run or whatever, right? But yeah, the PS1 right. had to happen, right? So um, I would say that. So we got the NES, we got the Atari for sure. Then you got the PS1. And then I the mean, Ouya. Like, 
the Ouya. <laughs> you know, one of our friends had the Ouya. Yeah. And I remember, like, I think I watched him play it once, and he probably only played it once. What a, what a time. The Ouya, I feel now, like, really did have promise. It just didn't deliver, which was really sad. But Yeah. Now, fourth console, do we, do we put a, a, an Xbox console in there? I feel I like mean, if we don't, someone's going to come after us. <laughs> well, and I will say, I will say this, Halo was a cultural phenomenon in in the early days. Yeah. And it, you know, and it really changed the game for like futuristic shooters, really for shooters in general at the time. I mean, but like when I think of the Xbox, though, when I think of the most iconic console, I don't think of the first one. I think of the 360. But maybe once again, I'm biased because I loved the 360. I don't know. I, I mean, do you have any strong thoughts on this? I know, like, you weren't a huge Xbox guy. Um, I feel like it's again. I kind of come back to the PS One, PS Two thing a little bit. I would almost put just a regular Xbox uh, because it's Microsoft's first foray into really competing as a console. Introduces Halo. Introduces a lot more. Um, like big mature titles onto the yeah industry because like Nintendo was kind of like family friendly e uh, the PlayStation especially moving on to the PS2 once you get to the Xbox era the PS2 was a lot more like teen rated stuff they were getting a little edgier Xbox came in with a lot more like rated M games and and T games that's so, true I don't I I for me I lean towards the original Xbox as the big shakeup on the industry because now the two biggest consoles at war are the PlayStation and the Xbox. It's not even Nintendo. Nintendo does fine, but it doesn't like it doesn't sell the units like Xbox and PlayStation does. So the fact that especially at that time is yeah, right. The fact that Xbox dropped the original Xbox and then became such a competitor I kind of lean towards the original, but the 360, kind of like what you said with the PS2, the 360 was so impactful for so many people, and I think sold so much better. Ah, you kind of go back and um, forth. If it were me, like, well, it's the PS1 and it's the original Xbox on my Mount Rushmore, but I see the argument for the 360 and the PS2. Right. Well, you know what? I kind of once again like the idea of, of the original because... Um, man, I love talking about video games because the, the original Xbox, you know, you're kind of right with, with the, with the, uh, the look of it. It was kind of like, this isn't their idea was like, we're not your grandma's game console, right? You know, we, you know, this is, should be taken seriously. And it did have a big splash on the market in that way. Yeah. Um, even though it didn't sell nearly as much, um, as like the 360 did, for example, or whatever. But I think for that reason alone, once again, we're going by impact. It doesn't have to be numbers. So I would say that's fine. I think and I think that's a solid group. I mean, that's all like originating consoles, right? So we got the NES, which changed the game at the time. We got the Atari, which started the game. And then we have the PlayStation, which changed it again. And then the Xbox. I think that's a solid list right there. The only thing we would be missing if there could be a fifth head on Mount Rushmore would be the cultural phenomena that was the Game Boy in the mobile gaming market. Yeah, handheld, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, we already have an NES up there. I think we're all right. Right. Handhelds would be an interesting one because yeah. I, I mean, oh, man, that, I wish I put that on here now. Let's do, okay, how about this? Let's do one more. Okay. 
I, I, I said that like I had a point to make, but I was just saying, <laughs> let's do one more. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Hang on. Let's do one more. I have a proposal. <laughs> let's do one more. That's it. It's just like, are you, is he going on? Um, all right. Pick a random item. Let's see. One more. That one just repeated itself. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Board games. Monopoly. Monopoly has to be one. <laughs> I love. Yeah, for sure. Especially as a kid. I loved Monopoly as a kid. I still like Monopoly now. I know it's a bit divisive for some people to play. Sure. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a classic. It's, it always goes on forever. Um, I, but yeah, that's got to be on there. Uh, board games. I mean, like, this might sound kind of silly, but maybe not. What about like, we got to represent like a, a very simple kids board game too, like your oh, like your shoots and ladders or Candy Lands or something like in in that realm because they're those were huge. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I remember playing others? both I of them. I own those two. Well, because like my when I think board games, when I think classic like Mount Rushmore board games, I was leaning Monopoly and Life. Life. Oh, another good one. I didn't even think about life. Right. Yeah. Gotta put life on there. And then like you said, with the um, kids' games like Candyland, I own Candyland. Uh Shoots and Ladders. I think I owned a Shoots and Ladders game. That or I played it somewhere. So I, I know I've played it. Those are both very classic. Um I don't even remember what oh, you yeah. do in Candyland. Are there like there's no cards, right? You just spin and go, right? I think there are cards, are there? but like each card is is a color, and then you go to that you go to that next adjacent color. Okay. Right? I don't even remember how to play Candyland. It's been a long time. I, I, I know it's supposed to be a simple game. I just don't remember. I think between Candyland and Shoots and Ladders, I my heart tells me that Candyland is more important. You think so? But maybe, but maybe that's just because I played it more. But I played Shoots and Ladders, too. I don't know. I feel like what else? okay, so shoots and ladders might a... be more culturally significant because I think there's I might be speaking on my butt, but I feel like I I've heard of shoots and ladders called different things in different countries or cultures because there's also like um I don't remember like instead of shoots and ladders it's like snakes and something or whatever. And then there's oh, this Oh yeah. yeah. Then there's this whole thing about it oh, being an yeah. allegory uh, also for like uh, virtue and sin in some cultures, because, you know, if you like fall from grace, you literally go down the board. And if you like rise. So there's a bunch of oh. allegories in some of the games, depending on what culture. You... I feel like shoots and ladders has been around in a lot of different cultures for a really long time, even if it's been in different forms. I might be speaking on my butt a little bit here, but I think it's got a weird history. Well, it definitely has been repurposed with different items which says something in its own right. It's clearly an effective game enough to where there's the snakes and something. It's like snakes and rats. It's not rats, obviously. <laughs> Whatever it was, what I don't it. remember. Um, Maybe it was ladders again. I don't Snakes and ladders. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Snakes and ladders. That really might be. Okay. I think let's put that. Let, I think we can put that on there. Sure. Um, does. What about Scrabble? Oh. Does that count or is that kind of. You know what I mean? Scrabble's kind of its own thing. A little bit, but, but I, I mean, think that, it I mean, counts. That... It's in its genre, and it's more of a puzzler, thinker type game. 
Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like Scrabble. I mean, I think it sits up there, though, with those other ones. And that is a, another classic one um, that... That um, I, I'm trying to think how to describe Scrabble in a way that puts it on Mount Rushmore. It's a board game that breaks the traditional board game mold of move upon around a board. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have a board, but you put you're putting tiles down. So you think of something like, uh, like the popularity of like Mahjong, which doesn't have a board at all, but you're putting tiles down. So I feel like Scrabble is like sort of a tile game, but it's in the board game genre. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think, because I think of like any any other like pawn related games, I just don't think quite are as big. Like you think of like your Saris or Sorry. your uh, Headache. I don't know that one. Oh, Headache's another classic one. You have to look at that one. <laughs> I will. You pop, you pop okay. a little dome to make the dice roll. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I do. There's like, cause there's like a bunch of dice in there, right? I can't remember if it's like one or two. It's not a bunch, but yeah, look in the headache. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. No. Well, this isn't a board game. Never mind. Cause I was about to bring up Yahtzee, but that's not a board game. That's it's like a dice a, game. It's a dice game. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so no mind. way around it. <laughs> Yahtzee's a dice game. Definitely not a board game. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that. Now, if this were tabletop games, this would be a different story. But this is board games. Yeah. So. If you're doing board, yeah, games. I would say, I would say Monopoly, uh, Shoots and Ladders. What was that third one? Life. Life. Yep, that's a classic. And then, God, I am bad with my my short term memory. What was the one we just said? Oh, Scrabble. Scrabble. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know. I think- <laughs> I think I think that's a solid uh solid Mount Rushmore there. I like it. All right. Well, that was fun, Weston. I thought see see I like I told you, super laid back. Uh but always fun to talk about that stuff and try and look at things from that perspective, not from your personal favorites, but from what we view at least in our own in our world from our perspective, what we think the most prominent cultural kind of impact these things had so that was fun yeah everybody at home if you're listening and want to uh to uh, like you know add your two cents about what you think belongs on the mount rushmore and like if you have a disagreement we do have a twitter um at profoundish pod you can tweet at us or leave a comment on our youtube channel look for profoundish. yeah uh, yeah definitely hop in the comments on youtube go to twitter um weston will be manning that but he will because he's a good boy and I believe Weston's still on that. You're in the Twitterverse still, right? I'm, you're still out there uh, tweeting your thoughts. I'm still out there Twittering. As the kids do. Yeah. He's And he's not the only one. There's still plenty out there. I'm only saying that because I feel like if I touched it now, I'd be so scared Like if everything's changed. Twitter's changed, but, but it always changes. Twitter's always... <laughs> twi- twi- Twitter is a disaster no matter when you come in. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, yeah, just a disaster and just a, the disaster changes over time. Every, but yeah, honestly. Everyone pretends Twitter is uh, a disaster now. Guys, it has always been. <laughs> that is, I can attest to that because I, I did play the game for a long time. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a disaster. That being said, yeah, let us know. Uh, we would love to kind of hear the conversation continued on. But while you're in those places, uh, 
after that, definitely leave us any reviews if you're in a place where you can do that, such as Apple Podcasts. Leave a uh, subscription. Go and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on the social media platforms or rate us on Spotify. There's m- many ways to show us that you like what we do, and it helps our show grow. And we love this show, and we'd love to see it continue uh, to grow and continue these conversations with you. Weston, yeah. where can people find you? Uh, pr- usually at my house. Okay, what's your address? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> no, you can find me. Um, if you want to say hi at uh, on Twitter at Weston Hasty. If you want to watch some gaming vids, uh, I do that. Magic Man Mo on YouTube. You want to read some poetry? HastilyMadeDecision.com. dot uh, com. For anything else in between that I have forgotten, just go to my website WestonHasty.com. dot com. I'm gonna. I'm going to steal your way of explaining that because I liked it. Also, I'll do it in my own way. <laughs> okay. If you like nostalgic, if you like nostalgic content, um, watch my medleys on YouTube. I do uh, TV show theme song medleys. So uh, if you like nostalgic stuff, do that. If you like singer songwriter music uh, that tells kind of stories about very specific moments in in the human condition, listen to my own music. Uh, I have an album called Songs from Sangamon Street that's streaming everywhere. So you can go to YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you want for that. Um, if you like more podcasts, I'm going to actually, since you forgot yours, I'll plug yours first. If you like more podcasts, go listen to Weston's podcast called A Hasty Podcast. Sure. Um, if you <laughs> if you like podcasts where you, I mean, Weston's does this too, but I'm going to plug mine a little more because it's mine, of course, Do it. where you can just kind of, Laugh and learn funny stuff, but all or just but also learn a little bit too. Uh, listen to the two piece podcast. It's me and my significant other, uh, Steph, and we uh, go over our top fives of random topics. And then usually kind of learn something that kind of pertains to the topic at hand. Uh, in our most recent episode, at least as of recording this, it's going to be a little bit older now. Once you listen to it, but we did an episode on um, movie theaters or not on movie theaters, on most overrated movies. And we actually kind of break down the the interesting, complicated relationship between movie theaters and popcorn. Um, and it's actually more interesting than you think. So it's that's a, that's a fun story. But anyway, listen to that. But that's enough. You already heard about what, where you can find Profoundish. We're going to go. And Weston's going to go lay an ice pack on his <laughs> forehead and sprawl it all out. I think I'm going to go uh, probably play some Tears of the Kingdom because, of course, as as a Zelda fan, Nerd. as you can imagine, I've been playing that. Playing video Nerd. games and things. As, <laughs> as if, as if, there's been so many recording sessions where Weston, not so many, but some where he's like, I lost track of time. I was playing whatever game you were playing at the time. If I lost track know, of time, it's often Stellaris. <laughs> Man, as soon as I'm done with Zelda, I'm probably going to get back into Stellaris because that was a really fun time sink for a while. And I was just really sinking my teeth into it, and then I stopped. So I got to get back into that. I got into The Sims again here Eventually. lately. One but game we'll, at a time. We'll, we'll talk about that later uh, because we're at the end of our podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, goodbye. Wash your hands. Wash your feet. Some people don't. They just let the water right. run, you know? Yeah, wash your feet. Watch your feet. Get, really get into the toenails. Scrub the bottom of your feet. Get yeah. Scrub the bottom of your toenails. Actually, take care of that uh, that athlete's foot that you've been ignoring for three weeks. Carl, we're talking <laughs> to you. Carl.
Carl. All right, goodbye. Russell. Stabbing people kills people. <laughs>